This is Dental All-Stars, where we bring you the best in dentistry on marketing, management, and training. Hi, everyone. I'm Alex Nottingham, CEO of All-Star Dental Academy, and welcome to Dental All-Stars. Our guest today is Chris Quadros from Crossroad Tax Advisors. Crossroads Tax Advisors is dedicated to helping dental professionals identify and achieve their financial and business goals with modern accounting solutions. They provide real-time accounting using the latest business accounting technology, and they believe in being proactive and strong on communication to be a valuable partner on your team. And what's great is Chris will be joining us at the All-Star Practice Growth Summit on May 19th and 20th in South Florida to discuss this topic. Please welcome Chris. Thanks, Alex. Great to have you. Oh, it's wonderful. And let's get kind of a little bit of a background about Crossroads. So you're telling me in the green room here, you're the founder, CEO of or lead accountant over at Crossroads. Yes. Tell me a little little bit about your company. How did you begin and how did you end up in dental? Yes. Great question. And uh, so we kind of just fell into the dental industry. I actually got invited to a uh, a dental networking event. And so just started talking to vendors and dentists and kind of learned that dentists are good folks uh, and they just need help because you don't get business courses in dental school. You learn to become a good clinician not necessarily run a million, $2 million business, so to speak. And so, uh, so we, we worked to try to just find a solution where we could make it easier on the practice owners and they, they could just focus on being a dentist and not worry about the April 15th surprises all the time. And so how can we use modern technology in order to make that process easier where we can get the accounting information which leads to good tax advice, which leads to good financial planning opportunities. Uh, and, it, and what we learned over the course of just the evolution of Crossroads is that this helps everybody uh, on your team. And that really is a key to your success as a, as a dental practice owner, uh, is that you just be a good dentist. You uh, focus on good patient experience, uh, building your team culture so that all uh, everything is firing on all cylinders in the practice and behind the scenes we're taking care of the accounting and the tax process and working with your financial team does that make sense it does make sense and so crossroads was it always designed for dental or it evolved it was pretty early on we decided to focus on dental uh, and it was just because uh, like I said, the uh, good folks just needed help and decided to really uh, focus on that. Instead of knowing uh, a, a little about a lot, we decided to focus on knowing a lot about a little. Uh, and Specialize. So, right. Sure. And why is it important for, and we're going to talk in a moment about some of the tips and tricks to, to look out for. In general, so I'm a dentist listening I have account and you know, it's interesting. I was, as I was thinking about the questions, I'm like, well, why do you need a CPA? Duh. Of course, every dental office uses a CPA. Right. And if they don't, then that's a whole different can of worms, but right. it's pretty complex that that's necessary. But after that, why a dental CPA? Why 
the dental uh, specific CD, CPA is important. Yes. How would you answer that? Yeah, great question. And we, and we get that a lot from prospects uh, is that, you know, hey, I've, I've got my bookkeeper uh, or it's a spouse or an office manager and I've got my guy that or, or gal that, that, that files my tax return. I dump off a shoebox of receipts and they just kind of throw something together. What we've learned is that, you know, we combine the, the, the accounting with the tax. And at the end of the day, you know, we have a good, clear picture of what your tax position is going to be in order to be proactive. And so that leads to, you know, having conversations in this summer, if you're having a great year, um, you know, and that, I guess, the difference of planning and so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You're not just talking about taxes. And that's an important piece, but it's one of many pieces when you're talking about just the, the health of your dental practice. And so okay. to, to know the difference between, you know, a loops and a CIRAC is is a big deal. So you can have more meaningful conversations when we've already got the basics out of the way. We understand your business model and we've got a good, clear picture of the financials with the great accounting processes. Now we're able to have more impactful conversations and try to limit that. Um, and so we have, you know, a mid-year meeting and a year-end meeting uh, with all of our clients, uh, where we try to, you know, bring value uh, and get you out the door to go enjoy your weekends uh, or the evenings and go enjoy time with your family. So that we're really narrowly focused on what's important to your practice in those meetings. So just breaking it down, stepping back, what are some of the elements that are important for a dentist around this area of accounting tax? How does it work together? Or what are the things that I need to be aware of? So certainly we got to file the taxes as a obligation to the IRS. Okay. And Absent that, I mean, that's just following the return. We're looking to pay our appropriate taxes and not more uh, than we have to. Right. And obviously, you were kind of mentioning that there are some nuances that are different. I mean, there are certain statutes that go on that I assume you're much more aware of than others in terms of certain deep depreciation processes and so on that are very specific to a dental office. Uh, so what are the elements as a, as a dentist? I need to check off my list that I need to be aware of, filing the return, maximizing taxes, what are some other things that, uh, and we can use you crossroads as like a prototype, and I'm just putting you under the the shield or umbrella of a dental specific um, CPA, and then obviously there are differences between crossroads and, and so on. So tell me, what are those things that I need to be looking for right. and to be aware of? Yeah. And, uh, and uh, uh, I would say that it really comes down to just the accounting first. First, you have to figure out where the money's coming in, where it's going out, where is there some opportunities to improve overhead. Uh, and so we use the KPIs uh, with our overhead. to KPIs try to- are key performance indicators. Yes. Um, and so okay. the, the ADA released last year, I think it was May, that the average uh, overhead was 62%. And so, you know, we tried to figure out, okay, how can we improve that? Uh, And we have some that are, you know, at 50%, which is fantastic. But first you have to, just like that x-ray of a tooth, you have to figure out where the money's going out in order to diagnose where is there room for improvement. Um, And then that's where, you know, being dental specific too, is that we collect the day sheets each month from dental practices 
so that we can monitor, okay, your hygienists are producing this and we can easily tell from, because we have access to the payroll, you're getting, uh, you're paying them this. And so is that, is that a profitable hygiene department? But then that also leads to these conversations. If it's not, is it time to bring in a hygiene coach or somebody, a specialist, even in that, uh, in that regards to just help improve the overall health of the practice? That's wonderful. I like what I'm hearing is that you're really getting down into, right? We, we know that here are the numbers, but then how are these numbers relate to um, other practices, a healthy practice? So you were given 62% as the number and you want to improve on it. Now, let me ask you, when I, as a dentist, if I'm getting my, my reports from you, uh, I'm getting a percentage of revenue or expenses. You break that down for me so I know I'm hitting those targets, correct? Yes. And and they're in our chart of accounts. So the description, you know, the employee expenses and we lump all of the expenses. And then what's the total? Well, hopefully it's ranging Wonderful. anywhere from 25 to 29%. Everybody's got their opinion. Some, you know, it could be up to 32, especially in this job market. It depends on the area of the nation that you're in. Uh, but the uh, the KPIs are there and we're just you know trying to help um, uh, decipher what's important to you um, and translate how how can you improve that? How can we make this better, which is ultimately going to make your practice more profitable, uh, which is going to lead to no, no better tax planning. How can we try to mitigate that taxes or, you know, if you're saving up for a new location? Uh, every, everybody's goals are different, but uh, at least if we can educate you on where you are and where you're uh, where you're heading, at least for the year. Um, and, you know, if you are going to have a tax uh, increase, well, let's put in saving mechanisms in this summer so that you can save each month. Uh, so that next April or March or whenever you're going to pay that it's not. A scramble mode that you're. I need to come up with thirty thousand dollars now. Uh, it's already planned. We've set aside money. It's just less stressful at the end of the day. I like that in your title you say advisors, not just producing the documents. Because as I'm hearing these things, and it's it's really good to use these scenarios, is you're acting. You're able to look at the numbers and make decisions. Uh, one of my degrees is a law degree, and the other is an MBA. And in my business training, accounting was, I was very strong in accounting and I was actually recommended to go into a master's of accounting and so on, but I didn't do that. I just did the general MBA and the law degree, but I really enjoyed accounting and accounting is the language of business. Sometimes it's discussed as such that it's not just the end result of getting a tax return or even let me have a guy. I know a guy and he's going to get me a lot of savings on taxes. For dentists listening here, what I'd like to impress upon you is to, my goal is to help you become better business people. And working with someone like you, Chris, that has the business acumen and understands that and is able to make decisions on it, the dentist is learning and being trained by you how to think about the KPIs and how they relate to to something, because just having numbers that have numbers, just having KPIs that have KPIs, is just like having X-rays and not knowing what to do with it. Right. And being educating and educated and being able to make decisions based on the numbers, uh, and is very very important. That's the whole point of it. That's why you see all these great companies. They have 
chief what are they uh, chief financial officer CFOs and others that they they got to know this in great detail right and you in your dental practice have to cultivate the the CFO in yourself and using Chris and Crossroads to do something like that where you have that ca- capability and being a a million dollar practice to a 2 million plus you're at that that stage even i don't know half a million plus you need these these tactics you need to start thinking this way if you're going to grow because what i really is a big barrier to growth is having this mom and pop perspective not in customer service mom and pop is great right. good mom and pop but mom and pop of i'm stepping over dollars to get pennies and running my business that oh i'll save a little bit right and just for just to be honest here i've i'm so good at accounting and my accountant said to me you're like too good at this stuff and you have to make it look a little less artificial and sometimes like oh i can do my own accounting and i have and it's just like stop it okay yeah. it's like the old adage like the a very bad lawyer is one that represents themselves so even people like myself that are very good at accounting and good at law i have other people that do it because you need that anyways yes I think it's very exciting what I'm hearing. Uh, maybe not the listener gets as excited about his accounting as I do, but I do. I love accounting. It's fantastic. We'll talk about contra accounts a different time. Anyways, oh, sure. M- moving along. Well, so just all to- these are important. The the KPIs, the 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 percentage. Go ahead. What are you going to say, Chris? No, I was I was just going to expand that. You know, that's more and more important in today's market where the DSOs are becoming larger, and it's really forcing the independent yes. practice owners. To really, you, you need to run your practice like a DSO. It's it, you can't. It's the days of just uh, you know. Well, you know, there's enough cash in the account to cover everything. Uh, I'm going to make payroll. Um, you know, that's not that's not necessarily uh, good enough nowadays. Um, and when you say DSO, I just want to add this one thing. What you're really saying is you have to run your business like a business. Yes. That's it. Corporate dentistry, DSOs, whatever you want to call it, right. good, bad, ugly. It's just running your business like a business. Yes. That's all. Absolutely. And and you can still run your business like a business and provide amazing customer service. Yes. Amazing patient service and satisfaction and a great patient experience. They're not mutually exclusive. If that makes sense. No, I think you're spot on there. Uh, and you know, it's, it, and then we even went kind of the next step and how can we make accounting easy for everybody across the nation? And, and so that's where, you know, we use modern technology to, uh, in order about to that. do yeah. that. So for example, we, all of our, uh, software that our tech stack is apps. So you can run it from a handful of apps on your phone, uh, or iPad, whatever. Uh, and so, for example, you go out to um, to the dinners uh, with colleagues and so forth or drinks. Uh, we take a, you take a picture of the receipt uh, with one of our apps and that has uh, OCR technology to where now it puts it on our dashboard for our accountants to, wow. you know, it's, you know, whatever your favorite uh, local restaurant, uh, how much it was, you, the, the business credit card is whatever it is, X123. And then, and so then now they know uh, from, you know, a couple extra details that, you know, this was drinks with Alex, uh, you know, talking about the All-Star Academy. Um, you know, that then now that comes onto our dashboard. Now we have support 
for one, uh, any of the transactions, if you can't remember, uh, you know, what this hundred dollars was to, uh, to a, uh, to a restaurant, you can go into, you know, our bookkeeping software is QuickBooks online. Um, but you can look at it anywhere. The philosophy is the same where, you know, you, you drill down and now you see the support for that. Also, if you're audited, they want copies of these receipts as well. And so that whole process is just automated and made easier. That makes sense. That makes sense. And if what would you say are the biggest issues in tax and accounting right now in a dental office? Yeah, it's a great question too. And uh, I would say- well, Hold on hold on a second. This is kind of fun for the podcast, but it looks like Alexa would like to join us. <laughs> Alexa, would you like to join us on the podcast? Why don't you mind your own business? <laughs> there you go. She she had something to say about accounting. Oh. Ba back to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's just always changing. And so for somebody to be on top of it and also just help you decipher what's really important. I mean, that the, the Secure 2.0 was just recently passed. I don't know how many pages it was. It was a lot. Uh, but really what, you know, in our newsletters, kind of breaking it down to here's what's really important to the dental industry. And it's retirement plans. There's some uh, some energy tax credits instead of going into how is it impacting these major corporations or your local uh, grocery store, it's not helping you. And so we're, you know, again, we're just trying to maximize our impact on the dental industry and really uh, help you trim it down to what's really important to you, what's going to be make, uh, making impactful. So you talked a little bit about the modern approach, and obviously you can take pictures with your, your camera, you can log receipts. Uh, the, what... In terms of return on investment, I mean, obviously, working with a, a dental-specific firm is more of a time and financial commitment than just having some random person just do your taxes. Right. Why, why is that important to do? How do you justify that additional commitment? Yeah, I think it's just uh, in the results. Um, and so typically our first year client will have a 6% increase in revenue and a 8%, uh, 8 to 10% increase in profits with an average of 212% increase in retirement savings. And so where we really see the, the, the rubber hit the road is in year two also where we see a 12% increase in, uh, in revenue and a 10% increase in the, um, in the profits. And so, and, and again, that's just the process of figuring out where money's coming in, where it's going out, putting in uh, systems and processes so that, uh, so that you can focus uh, on growing the business instead of worrying about, um, you know, doing bank wrecks every month and, and so forth. And so the, the, the proof is in the pudding uh, in year one and two, uh, especially for those new clients. And then after that, it's, uh, you know, it's maintaining, um, the, maintaining that growth, hitting your goals, whatever they are. Uh, and then also just managing the changes. So one example uh, was during COVID, you know, we, because we have great accounting is we were able to uh, go ahead and run cash flow analysis. So when everybody's practice was shut down, hey, you know, we we ran. What is your overhead? We made adjustments because uh, you know, depending on what uh, what you did with your team, uh, there's obviously going to be a decrease in in supplies, and 
uh, utilities, and so for example. So we kind of adjusted those and then said, you have enough cash to last for two months, three months, four months, whatever it may be. So at least it helped doctors, you know, sleep at night saying, okay, I've, I've got a few months. Let's let the dust settle. Let's figure out what the government's going to do with this PPP, the ERC, all of these opportunities, uh, and then try to figure out what's going to be the best course of action. I mean, it was uh, it was a crazy time, but really what helped our dentist uh, survive that was, you know, they 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 had good accounting. We were right there with them. Um, and so we were helping navigate those those ever changing laws and uh, and impacting how that impacted their practice um, and really what was relevant to them. So in uh, navigating all those laws, which were like I said, it was a it was a crazy time. But, uh, um, you know, our, our team and, and our process, you know, it really flourished and helped our, our clients at that point. There's something special just about having advisors and making good business decisions because every decision success is really a culmination of multiple decisions and the better decisions you can make, the better off you're going to be. Yes. And I'm also obviously my, my bio being a Tony Robbins coach, I was a top coach for him for several years. His big thing is about modeling the best. And that's what you guys do. You see the best in business and dentistry, and this is where you have to be. And here's how we're going to get there. And that's why coaching and consulting is so important. One of our uh, lifelong All-Star Dental Academy members, uh, great endodontist, and he is all about, listen, my quickest way to success has been through coaching, where I can learn, who can give me that, that information. Right. Because if you're a serious dentist, you're doing a lot of dentistry, and that's where you need to be. Right. And leading your team. And then you have your advisory, your advisory team and, and, and board to advise you as to where to go next and to get that specialized knowledge. Let me ask you this. What will be one thing that I'm a dentist, I can put into play tomorrow that would maximize, um, I want to say maximize that something that I can do that would help me make some progress on the issue of accounting, of tax savings? What's something that comes to mind that is an actionable thing that I can do tomorrow? Well, one thing is just stay on top of accounting. Uh, we've seen too many books that are three months, six months in arrears, and that just doesn't help you uh, make business decisions. And so, you know, even if uh, they're, they're your current uh, bookkeeper or um, or CPA firm, they don't kind of they don't it's not all on, under one roof, uh, at least have the, the accounting done timely. And so, you know, our clients are done by the 20th of every month. So uh, so today we're posting everybody's to their their secure portal, all of their um, their January financials. So that now all of the advisors have access to uh, accurate information. And so I think um, it, and even, you know, doing those books and staying on top of that, it, there's there's ways to make sure that they're coded correctly. So you have to have, you know, uh, the, the accountant or whoever's doing the books, uh, you know, really code correctly. And uh, so I would say, you know, stay on top of that, but then also just rearrange your chart of accounts. So ours, the, 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 all of the true overhead is, is in one kind of section so that it's easily calculated. Uh, every month they can, they can see 
clear and concise. What is my true overhead? Everything down below that that so that that line, so to speak, is uh, either non-cash or discretionary items. And so while they are true tax deductions, that's not really what your overhead is. And so just the things like that where you can easily structure uh, things to to clarify what is going on in your business and how profitable is it, um, I think would be key and, and easily implemented um, tomorrow for folks. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense, Chris. I love it. And I'm going to put all this information in the show notes as well. But if obviously I encourage everybody to come to the event and see you, what if they'd like to learn more about you and Crossroads, what would be the best way to get in touch with you guys? That's a great question. Uh, and we have a director of business development, Jason Height. And so you could uh, either email uh, info at crossroadstax.com or you can call our main line 317-884-3136. Jason is extension 104 and I'm 100. So, uh, or you uh, go to our website, crossroadstax.com, and we offer a complimentary CPA checkup, uh, a dental, dental checkup, and, uh, and, and we can at least uh, show you the good and bad about your current processes. And hopefully, you know, if, if Crossroads isn't a good fit for you, at least you walk away with some valuable information that you could implement specific to your practice. So it's a pain, painless uh, dental visit with you. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> well, at least physically painful. It might be mentally painful if you see the numbers and you don't like what you see. Yeah. Thank you, Chris, so much for being on the show. And please remember to subscribe on our YouTube channel. Follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And until next time, go out there and be an all-star. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Dental All-Stars. Visit us online at allstardentalacademy.com.